0: Today's podcast is brought to you by CrossNet, the world's first four-way volleyball net. Set up easily in sand, grass, indoors, or on the blacktop. The perfect game for outdoor enthusiasts as it is combined with volleyball and 4 score rules in a game to 11 and win by two. Okay. On today's Court Vision, I welcome on a special guest, Trayshawn Goss. Did I say that right? Yep. Uh, free agent. <laughs> uh, he's a free agent professional basketball player. Trayshawn, how are you today?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How? you having me.
0: Of course. How are you holding up during this crazy uh, time, this pandemic? And, you know, like how, how like how, are you, what are you doing to keep yourself busy and keeping yourself in shape for basketball?
1: Um. Well, I'm still finishing up my last little semester of school. We actually finished um, this month on the 25th. So I'll get my bachelor's degree with that. So that's one way keeping busy and then for basketball wise since all the gyms are closed now um i just go to the park uh close to my house and go get up a lot of shots and try to run still and do like body weight workouts to try to stay somewhat in shape
0: yeah there you go and congratulations on the the completion of the bachelors what are you uh, getting your degree in um, I'm getting it in
1: exercise science.
0: That that's awesome. That's really cool. So you know all about how to keep yourself in shape like on during this tough time about the gym or anything like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um
1: this last this semester, this um semester that I just had, I did an internship with a strength and conditioning coach as well. Um, wow. he won National Strength and Conditioning Coach of the Year and he was also our strength and conditioning coach at our school. Wow. Um, that's cool. So so yeah, he he put me he gave me um, a nice little workout to do. Me and him still keeping contact as well, um, to do just while we're in these tough times right now without gyms and stuff. So
0: yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, it's yeah that's that's really good that you have that contact and able someone to, able to help you out. Yeah, it's a crazy time right now. Um, but you know, like how did you like get into basketball and how did you know like basketball was gonna be your sport?
1: Um, I got into basketball. Well, I'm originally from. Um, rock island illinois and illinois is a basketball state you know so i just came from a tough environment as well and it was just like you know basketball or other things and i chose basketball and my friend group was big on basketball as well so we used to always just go to the park and just play and i just fell in love with playing the game out there and then once i got older i moved to um, arkansas and again when i came to arkansas you know arkansas was a football state but i just always still had that passion for basketball and so it was just basketball i just knew basketball was going to be my job basically i was going to do this for a living i always told myself that since i was younger
0: that's awesome and that's like that's like a good goal to have and set yourself up and it looks like you're on the the correct path to get to that make that a career um did you play like au ball or like yes yeah, yes, I,
1: I played AAU basketball. Um, I played, I played with a team back uh, from Illinois called the QC Blue Raiders, and then I also played um, with the Arkansas Nike Wings as well. Cool, that's awesome.
0: And what, you know, what did you feel like the AAU circuit did for you? Like for you know, the help of your recruiting, or did it like help you get that exposure?
1: Um, yes, AAU uh, definitely helped me. Um, with Exploding as well. Um, I played in some Nike tournaments. And then I played uh, when I was with the Quad City Blue Raiders, I played in uh, NY to LA tournament, So it was a lot of like high, high competition. And as well as like a lot of college coaches and stuff always around. So, you know, you had to bring your A game every time, every single time. So, yeah, it was definitely a good exposure and good experience. I actually miss AAU AU a lot. <laughs> it was fun <laughs> yeah. times.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. That's pretty cool to play, you know, especially all that traveling and get to play against oh, yeah. like, that, that competition. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I thought I was in the NBA with traveling and just playing <laughs> basketball and <with> no school. <laughs> and, um, too bad. You know, I wish to get the NBA money, too. <laughs> like, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Right. That would be nice. Um, so, like, you know, what was – uh, your recruiting process like as you're playing AAU like you know and how did you decide on Eastern Oklahoma State College
1: um well first off during AAU uh going into my senior year I just had I didn't have I didn't have any offers at the beginning of the summer of like at the end of my junior year, I didn't have any offers but I remember I was coming back AAU was just ending and we just played in a tournament and uh, Milwaukee for NY to LA and I know a division two school Arkansas Tech University they um they call they call and they officially offer me so going into my senior year I had a division two offer and then I had a I was talking to a couple other division two schools around the, my region so like Missouri Oklahoma mm-hmm. schools like that um uh they were just flirting with me but I didn't have the I haven't taken my ACT at the time as well so a lot of schools didn't really, like, come into contact, or they did, but they didn't offer or stuff like that. But Arkansas Tech was my only uh offer at first, you know. And then going into the season, I had it as well. And, like, you know, they was with me through the whole time. But I didn't qualify coming out of high school yeah. to uh, go NCAA. So I took the junior college route. And actually, my first year of college, I went to Eastern Arizona. That was my first year. Oh, wow. Uh, went out there. So, yeah, and then – um, that second year, I transferred to Eastern Oklahoma State um, College in Wilburton, Oklahoma. So, but, yeah, coming out of high school, though, I had a, a, quite a few junior college offers.
0: Nice. That's awesome. And, um, uh, you know, playing at Eastern Oklahoma State, you know, what was your time like there? Is there any time like a rivalry game that you remember the most out of there?
1: Um, Eastern Oklahoma State, well, it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's only like t- two thousand people in the town. Like oh, I wow. when I was first coming to campus, actually, I'm driving through like this town that looked like a western movie, like downtown. <laughs> and I'm looking. It said like a movie theater, but it was like it said film. So I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm I, I didn't know like. And then the school was like right on the side. Like the school was literally on the you i don't know i don't that's like i wouldn't even call it a highway it's like right on the bypass you just you look at the school and then you just keep going and so it just a couple tumbleweeds
0: going through through,
1: like we were our school was literally right next to a plain field and cows and horses right next to it and it was like a it was like a gas station a mcdonald's a pizza hut in a grocery store. Like literally and I'm like, man, what did I get myself into? <laughs> but uh but nah, but um but far as that, like, you know, the basketball, the basketball aspect was was very, very interesting, but it was good though. Like my coach, um, Scott Edgar, I give him a lot of credit for helping me become the player that I am today. Um, you know, he was a Legendary, coach. he coached um, at the University of Arkansas under Nolan Richardson. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Murray State, became wow. the head coach there, turned their program around. coached he coached over twenty-seven NBA players. Went to uh, Southeast Missouri State, so you know basketball. He's a lot of a lot of people know him for basketball. Wow, coach, and you know he he took that uh, forty minutes of hell that Nolan Richardson philosophy and gave it to us and Juco it was so much fun just because he he allowed me to be myself allowed me to utilize my speed getting others involved and in scoring as well we were scoring like I remember a game we scored like what 135 in the wow, game that's crazy yeah um, and uh, so yeah so because I remember in the recruiting process when he was recruiting me my before I went like when I was in high school he was recruiting me as well but I chose eastern Arizona Then it didn't work out there. And then, I, you know, me and him had a phone call conversation. He came to Arkansas that summer, worked me out again. He was like, hey, you know, I want you at my school. I want you to run my team. Gave me the keys to the ship. And he was honest with me up front. He was like, hey, you know, I want want you to utilize your speed. I like to play fast. And, you know, some coaches say that they like to play fast. And then, you know, they want you to slow down and get there, but, like, he really about that playing fast. Like practices every day, we it so much. Everything is fast break drills. He trying to. He like Mike D'Antoni. We trying to score. <laughs> like we trying to run it. We was trying to run it up. Like that was his goal. That's awesome. Not and and I really. I really enjoyed playing for him. Um, I know one of a one game I had. I had eighteen and twelve. Wow. I eighteen and twelve. So yeah. And then um, a guy who I played with that year. The shooting guard, he averaged like thirty a game. So I was one of the top assist leaders that uh, in the country in NJCAA and an uh, assist, and I led the country in assist to turnover ratios that year as well. And then my teammate was uh, leading the NJ NJCAA in scoring. So wow, we That's had crazy. a we had a good a real good backcourt of me, you know, getting a lot of assists and scoring as well, and then but him just being that score. like you know, so. Yeah. yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a fun year actually. You know, just playing free. It was just like we were just playing free. Like we didn't feel like that we had any like chains or him holding us back. You just like go out there and play basketball. That's
0: that's fun. that's that's so cool. That's awesome. And like, what's it like? You know, and I read your stats and um and saw your highlight tape uh, that you had you know that sent over and um you know you're like skill as like a passer like how do you like how do you like pride yourself on that like what like like what drills or is that just the game slowing down for you
1: um i would say it's a little bit of first like work working out on it of course but then like a little bit of natural instincts as well kick in i would say like you know i have a basketball trainer uh who i work with um here uh, named shannon lane we used to do a lot of a lot of passing drills with uh, with weights on our arm like the wrist weights. Mm-hmm. He used to wrap those around my arms. We used to do so many right hand, left hand, one dribble passes, and just all different type of passes in crazy ways that you can just only imagine. And I'm like, man, this this dude is crazy. Like ankle weights on my arms when I'm trying to pass the ball. Like, yeah. how is this possible? And stuff like we just used to rep it so much, so much moving and passing, like skip passes. Like it was just crazy. I'm like, who works on skip passes and workouts? Like, yeah, yeah. I are like, what? But like, it was like, you know, it's going to translate in the game. And at the time when I'm working on it, I'm in high school, I didn't realize. I'm like, man, he just trying to do some extra stuff. But when the game came, those passes became natural, more crisp. And then, like, you know, natural instincts start kicking in. You know, once I'm blown by a guy, Automatically, somebody has to help or they're gonna let me score, so that means if somebody helps them me, somebody's always open, and that's yeah. just my natural instincts coming in and kick in to find who me, who man helped to find that person, so I take pride in getting my teammates involved, you know like yeah. i love I love sharing the ball and love seeing my teammates score as well because that's just how I was brought up and raised as as a point guard, you know, just make the game easy on everybody else, yeah exactly so, you know. So that's what I'm trying to do.
0: That's that's awesome. That's so cool. And like, um, how did you, you know, after your career is over at Eastern Oklahoma State College, like, how did you end up deciding on William Woods University? Well,
1: um, it was actually interesting. Um, my my sophomore year leaving um, Eastern Oklahoma, so that year um, I had a couple D twos some low division one schools um, looking at me and offering. Um, But when I transferred from Eastern Arizona to Eastern Oklahoma, by the time it was for me to set up my uh, visits and stuff, um, they asked for my unofficial transcript. So I sent it to them. And then they was like, are you going to graduate? And I'm like, what you mean? So they were just like, just go ask your uh, guidance counselor, are you going to graduate? So I did. And then she was like, no, you won't graduate this year. So I couldn't get into the little division one schools oh geez. because you need 64 credit hours and graduate with your associates to transfer to NCAA to get into a division one school. Yeah. So I'm like, so what does that mean? They was like, yeah, you, you won't be able to leave. It was like, you won't, you won't graduate. So I was devastated. So every school was like, you know, they got to stop recruiting me because it was pointless because I wouldn't be able to even transfer there. I didn't have enough credit hours yeah. to get into the school. So Really, I thought my basketball career was over. I really did. I'm like, man, I went home. I was just sad. I'm like, man, I just played a whole year for no reason cuz I could have redshirted that year. But I thought everything was good cuz I had a good GPA in Arizona. I had a good GPA in Oklahoma, so I'm like, man, I'm finna transfer to the big one. I'm I'm finna just I'm I'm finna live my dream, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then um once I found out, I was like, I was crushed. But, you know, I always I always pray. I always stay faithful to God, you know. And my coach from Oklahoma, Scott Edgar, and this just made our relationship even more closer, he offered me to come back to be like a student assistant. But he still let me practice with the team and all that. So I did a redshirt. That was my redshirt year, year that next following year. I came back, got my, my grades and stuff right to get my associate's degree. That was probably the hardest time of my life. Yeah. That's probably one of the hardest times because I had to come back and just be a normal student. Like, I still worked out with the team, practiced with the team, and helped him coach and stuff as well. But like, I couldn't play in games, and it was just that thing inside of me, like, dang.
0: Yeah, that's like, dang. That's and it, it
1: was crazy because I came back that, that year. I was a better player than I was the year that I played because I used to practice with the team. And it just – and it was like, man, I was just so depressed. But I just prayed a lot that year. And stuff because I what, I didn't know what was gonna come next. Like, okay, I'm gonna yeah. get my degree. I'm working out still, but like, am I still gonna be in school? Will schools still want me? Because we try to contact schools and stuff, but like a lot of them was like, you know, we already offered somebody from last year at your position. So I was like, dang, like yeah. where am I gonna go? But you know, I just I used to wake up five in the morning, work out, in between classes, get up shots and then practice with the team. And, like, I used to have to put in game stats, order food. Like, I was, like, a real, like, <laughs> assistant coach. You know, I wasn't getting paid nothing for it. But, like, you know, they paid for my school and everything for me to come back. So, like, you know, that just – that made me respect Coach Edgar even more because, like, him taking, like, his money and, like, doing that for me, like, it showed me a lot about him. Yeah. You know, we, we still talk a lot to this day and stuff, and, like, I actually start seeing, like, it actually helped me, though, I start taking a positive out of it, because it start, I start seeing, like, the coaching aspect of basketball.
0: I was gonna ask that. that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, like, so, like, my IQ started to go up even more, like, time and situation, like, you know what I'm saying, like, actually how to run a team, like, how to communicate with players, because, like, I feel like that's one of the most important things, like, as being a point guard and a head coach, like, you can't talk to everybody the same way to get the best out of them. Yeah. And I, and I learned that and saw that that year. Like, cause I used to, cause that before I just used to be like, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And sometimes I wasn't getting through, through my teammates. I'm like, dang, why am I not? But that year <laughs> it showed me like, you can't talk to everybody the same way. It's like, sometimes you might have a big man and you might have to baby him to get him to get 15 rebounds, 15 points, you know? Yeah, and some guys oh, you yeah. might you can you can get on hard to to get them motivated to play more. So it was just like, I gotta I had to find that balance, and I saw that that year, and then, um, so towards the end of that year, it was NAI schools calling, and I didn't know what NAI was. Yeah, at the time, like school William Penn, they was like the number one school in the country. They called, I I didn't know what they were. I'm just like who who are you? Do you guys stay on ESPN? Like, I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, I went on a visit there. I loved it. I loved it. And then uh, I set up some other visits as well. I just wanted to describe my options. Um, so William Woods actually, uh, Coach Hayes was the guy who recruited me. Uh, he was a head coach. He contacted me. I met him at Dallas at the Juco All-American Showcase. Mm-hmm. And he actually coached one of my friends, one of my older friends that played there. And he told him about me and he watched my game and then he came up to, him, we talked afterwards. Um, he was like, you know, let's set up a visit. I'm like, okay. He drove, he actually drove all the way to Arkansas because William Woods is in the central part of Missouri. It's like four and a half hours from where I stay in, Arkansas. Yeah. I stay in Northwest Arkansas. So he drove four and a half hours to pick me up, drive me to the school. Wow. For my visit. So up top, I'm like, wow okay, he must really want me, you know? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) uh, So, you know, during that time in the car, you have no choice but to get to know each other.
0: Yeah, exactly. So
1: I got to know him as a person, not just as a coach, you know, and when I got there on the visit to campus and stuff, like it was, it's a small school, Fulton, Missouri. It's, it's not Eastern Oklahoma small, i tell you that. Um, it's actually, you know, you, Columbia, Missouri is like literally 20 minutes away. Just City, Missouri, the capital of Missouri is 20 minutes away. So we're around things and stuff like that. And, and it's more than just Pizza Hut and McDonald's as well. Um,
0: Man, I can see why. Like, yeah, there's like yeah. diabetes everywhere in the United Man, States. So,
1: <laughs> so um so yeah, uh, when I got there, you know, the campus and stuff, it was it was actually cool. I liked it. Um, and then, like, he took me back home and stuff after the visit. We were still talking, and I was like, dang, like I really like, I really like that guy, like you know. Yeah. William William Penn and them, they were the number one school. Like everybody, like was going there. They got a lot of transfers, you know, Division One transfers and stuff like that. I really liked my visit, but it was just with Coach Hayes. I just felt more comfortable, just because. He actually took the time to come pick me up and take me home. So, like, we're actually getting to know each other in the car, like, ins and outs of each other. And I respected him a lot for that. And I just feel like that we connected. And so I end up signing there, going with him, playing that next year, and just start taking off. Like, he just let me just rock out, you know. let me rock out. But it was was so weird that junior year because, like, I didn't play it. actual game that year before so I I had to get try to get my timing back with everything like the first game oh my god (laughs) I had the worst 11 points in my life I'm talking about shots was long short right left I'm tired I didn't know where out of bounds was I'm like man what is going on (laughs) it was the ugliest 11 points of my life but then after that, once I started finding my rhythm, like game, actual game rhythm, because practice was started to become easy. I started finding that really yeah. quick because of uh, preseason. But, like, the game, playing with refs and all that, I'm like, shot clock. I'm like, dang, I had to find the rhythm. But once I got it, I started taking off. Our team, our team, our team was very talented that year as well. You know, we had a guy, uh, DJ Johnson, our big man. He was All-American uh. I was I was uh, all all conference AMC. Um, I had a, our shooting guard was all all conference as well. Wow! Uh, our big man broke a record in blocks led the country and blocks. one. Well, was one of the top leaders in the country in blocks. I was one of the top leaders in assists. Yeah, and I was like top three, top two in the conference in assists as well. Uh, what else? I broke the single season school record in steals that year. Yeah, second. second um most assists in a single season as well so yeah it was a it was a pretty good it was a pretty good year coming back off of a year that i didn't play
0: yeah that's really good year for (laughs) coming you know you know the break like you know the break the single steel record too in a season like like how did how does that like feel and like you know how hard do you think like you know your defensive instinct is and like like any drills that you worked on to get there like is it just like Uh, that's just natural like you just have an idea to like read the guy's eyes or defense
1: defense to me is like i really never worked on like Mm -hmm. defensive form take because i really don't feel personally like you can work on defense like that like you can work on like agility stuff for hips and like yeah. quick feet I feel like but like I think defense is something that just come from the inside like you just take pride like I just take pride of I hate people scoring not yeah. just on me but just in general like a team over I just hate it yeah I yeah. hate it so anyway <laughs> I feel like that I can stop somebody take the ball do anything I care in my power to not let them score I'm happy I'm satisfied with that possession. yeah you know but, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, like, you know, some – but some defensive awareness and instincts kick in, like, you know, sometimes I might act like, I don't know, my man's right there. might cheat a little bit more mm-hmm. over, but I – because I know I'm fast enough to go pick off a pass in the air or something yeah. like that, or I can shoot through a gap. I can try to – because I'm a little bit smart, so I can swim my way through, like, the screen. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Just rush the ball and pick it off, you know. And then on the ball, like, you know, I can – I can get real low, I can sit down, I can move my feet pretty well, my lower body as well. So like, you know, if they're playing with it, I'm I'm gonna pick up the timing of that dribble. I'm I'm gonna try to get it.
0: Yeah. So, oh yeah. Know, and,
1: Coach, and Coach Hayes gave me the full freedom to gamble. Like, you know, he was like, if you think you got it, go get it. He was yeah. like, you know, I feel like he was like, I trust you're fast enough. If you don't get it, you can close out on your man. So I used to get a lot of digs on bigs. When they turn their head, I just used to go get it, shoot through gaps on the ball. Picking off, but yeah, I took I took pride in that though. Like I remember yeah. Coach Hayes because it was a guy before me named Kevin Kevin House. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had the record actually, and then Coach Hayes was like, "Actually, no, it wasn't even Coach Hayes. Uh, one of our ladies who took who do like the stats and stuff, Alicia. She was mm-hmm. like, hey you know, you know, you're about to break the uh the single season steal record.' I'm like, really? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm finna get. it. Yeah, Man, I the, I started off the game and got two steals, broke it.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I, was, uh, I wasn't care about scoring. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get my teammates involved. But I'm, I'm worried about just getting my teammates involved right now and just getting these steals.
0: Yeah, that's that's but once crazy. I got
1: the steals, it, everything it just settled down. Like, okay, let's play basketball.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, basketball. that's 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 I mean, yeah. you, your, your stats for themselves, um, speaks for itself. I mean, you average. 11 points per game, five assists per game, you know, three rebounds and two steals per game, which is just unheard Like, you know, two steals per game is just, like, unheard of. So, like, just you and yourself as a defensive player and, like, you know, that point guard leader, is just it's like, I, that's got to get your team going in some sort of way, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my team, my teammates, and I commend them a lot. Like, you know, we all pushed each other. We all pushed each other, you know, and like I just thank Coach Hayes just for like giving me that freedom, like you know, of being yeah. like that that vocal leader. You know, he allowed me to get on guys when we needed it. But our team though was full of like grown men though. Like I was, I don't think anybody that played was younger than twenty. Like yeah, I think wow. everybody was like, at least twenty or over. So like we had we had like guys that was vocal as well. And stuff, but like you know, they they knew like, okay, Trey's the point guard. Like we we gonna follow. We gonna follow his lead. Yeah, and stuff like that. And so once like once we just all got on board and like trusted the process, it it just became natural. Like we we were we're a good team. Like we really were.
0: Yeah, so, and you're a hell of a player too. I mean, I watched your highlight tape. You're like you know you you're five ten, but you're strong. You look like a strong five ten you're yeah. quick, you got like quick speed. I watched a lot. I was watching your highlight a couple times and it, I mean, you're a quick, quick guard. I mean, I would, I would love to coach. I coach basketball and I would love to coach you on my team just to have that quick guard. And it, this sounds like you're a natural leader in itself. And mm-hmm. coaches trust you with their system. Right. Yeah.
1: That's, so, yeah. Uh, I guess the strong, the strong part really comes from genetic like a lot, a lot of the males, Especially on my dad's side of the family, it's just naturally strong. Yeah. Not just naturally, like, I always had muscle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what awesome, i um, But, yeah, but, uh, yeah, you know, like, Coach Hayes, he just used to be like, hey, you know, it's going to come that point in time, like, you know, playing professional, you, play you got to get some weight yeah. on you, stuff like that. So, you know, being with our strength and conditioning coach, like, reverting back to him, like, you know, I give him a lot of credit as well. Like his program is unbelievable. It's tough. Don't get me wrong. It, I man, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> but but it's good though. Like, you know, as far as flexibility and like the strength program and then conditioning wise, like it's tough, but it like you see the results though. Like he he had three three all conference players on the team. You know?
0: Yeah, that's crazy. And, <laughs> like, yeah,
1: so so like we we give a lot of credit to him for helping us to build our bodies up for that long season, you know. Yeah. So So yeah.
0: Is there now is there a moment do you have like a favorite moment in college or like or a favorite moment in your whole basketball career that you remember the most or like that you just that sticks out to you?
1: Um let me see. One I would say one of them for sure is when I was in high school going to the state championship game. That was definitely one of the biggest moments. Um, Then I would say at William Woods, we played the game of the week in the conference. It was us and another team battling. Like it was the last regular season game before the playoffs started. And it was going back and forth the whole game. Like the art, and we played at home. I'm talking about the game was sold out. That they oh. stopped letting students in the game.
0: That's awesome. Like,
1: like so, they had to turn the game on, in like this big dome area that we had at our school on a flat screen for the students that couldn't get in to watch it. That's over so there. cool. <laughs> so I'm talking about the game. Like you can hear what plays was what. I just told. I just remember telling my team, just watch me, just watch, watch me. I'm I'm gonna try to direct as best as I can because. You could not hear each other out there. I'm like, just watch my hand. I'm gonna call up a number. This gonna be this play, this is gonna be that play. And let's just let's just rock out from there. So but it was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then um I got a steal, I got a steal at the end of the game to seal it, to win it. Oh, that's awesome. So so yeah, the, I'm talking about the crowd was going crazy. <laughs> That's so cool. Like, yeah, after the game, after the game, we in the locker room, everybody's voice is gone because we couldn't hear each other after we just screaming and yelling, (laughs) like, what? (laughs) But, yeah, but, like, I just feel like that the stuff that I learned as far as communication and, like, being a leader and stuff like that, that that really had to play a part in that role because, like, we couldn't hear each other vocally but directing and trafficking and stuff like that. And then when we got in timeout, huddles and stuff like that the communication was very big in that point just because you couldn't hear each other on the floor we couldn't hear what coach Hayes was saying so like you know me directing people to put them in spots to score or for me to score as well was just very important in that in that particular game really
0: that's that's amazing yeah I know that's amazing that's got to be I sure that had to be pretty difficult to get like like you said like trying to direct traffic Uh, you know trying to direct your teammates with uh, a noisy crowd going on but that atmosphere though has to energize you guys and your team and just to be a part of that though too
1: yeah we love we loved it man like it was so fun they rushed the court and everything it Uh, was so
0: awesome it was
1: probably one of the best moments Uh,
0: so 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 cool and now um now your college career is done um what are you looking to do now that everything's over with,
1: like you, what, what do you mean, like? uh like, like what's
0: your? Yeah, what's your next step after you know college basketball is done? Now, what are you looking to do?
1: What's your? Oh, what's your next? I'm step forward? looking to play um, professionally. You know, yeah. I'd mm-hmm. like to uh, play overseas somewhere. You know, get my career started at. Mm-hmm. Um, also looking to to uh, for an agent as well. You know, so. Yeah, definitely, like, now since college is over with, now I feel like my dreams can start to become a reality now. Yeah. You def- know, and that's playing professionally and stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, yeah you definitely – I feel like you'll definitely achieve that goal for sure. You, um, I think any team or agent would be uh, – if they see your highlight tapes, would kind of be done the pass you up because I feel like uh, you're – would definitely love a point guard like you or someone overseas would love a point guard like you just that strong body that quick mentality and a natural leadership so Mm -hmm. I think I think you have a a great chance of getting there and we hopefully hopefully you can get there
1: (laughs) yeah for sure I just I just try to stay prayed up Mm -hmm. and stuff and you know just still working just trying to stay ready I got um a lot of a lot of um guys that play professionally that's in my circle like you know one of a guy that's like a big brother to me a mentor his name is courtney forson he played in the nba oh wow with the clippers and rockets he had like 10 days with them and then um played in the d league played in russia played in the euro cup wow uh, now he's cba in china you know, oh wow. this is like his fourth year over there um and stuff he made a got a great career going for himself as well. Um, I got a G League friend, Dusty Hannon's, um, a good friend of mine, Malik Monk as well. He plays oh. for Charlotte Hornets. Yep, yep. Um, and then a couple guys that play overseas as well. Like I talk to them a lot, and the biggest thing they just be like, you know, stay patient and stay ready. Yeah, you know, like that's the biggest thing because they're like, you never know when that that call is gonna come. And the opportunity is going to come, and stuff like that. So, it's like you know, you just gotta stay patient and stay ready,
0: man. Yeah, definitely. It will come. It will definitely come for sure. And and like I said, you got you got a great opportunity, a great shot at it. I I fully believe it. And I hope I hope everything works out in your favor. Yeah, I appreciate that. Of course. Um, I that's all the questions I have for you. Do you have any questions for me or anything or?
1: Um. How did, how did you get into, like, all of this um, podcast and stuff?
0: Um, I think – so it kind of started – so I'm an accountant as, like, a full-time job. Uh-huh. Um, and I usually – and I've been – I've coached basketball for about, like – 12 13 years now Mm -hmm. and i wanted to do something uh, a little bit different outside the like the accounting because i feel like it was just like taking over my life my life so i want to like get back into the sports world um so i started doing the podcasting and just started reaching out to people and have made great connections and i have like good friends that are like pro basketball players um uh nfl friends like guys that are like who put in the NFL. Um, I just like, and I actually been making contacts with like, and now I just became friends with a guy uh, who put in the Olympics and like all this stuff. So like, it's pretty, it's been open a lot of doors and it's been really cool. And then like, it's been cool to hear, um, you know, like your like guys like you, like their journeys and you know, how like things like, you know, they come from smaller schools, but like they work hard and they get to where they need to be. Um, sure. It's been it's been really cool. Like, and I, and my message, of course, for the podcast is to kind of get people to um, for kids to see and for like other people, to wherever they are, where they're doing is kind of don't give up. Like, you know, keep pushing until you get to where you need to be. And there's no need to give up. Like there's, and and it's awesome to hear people's stories and that like it actually like hearing your story and other people's stories that motivates me to be better in my life too. And it helps me like, you know, it's like a motivation too right yeah but that's that's how this all got started and it's turned into a a crazy tumbleweed of like good things like an (laughs) avalanche of good things so i did never in my lifetime would think i'd be talking to like pros or um you know olympians or like nba player like nfl like it's kind of it's weird it's been it's been awesome though (laughs) (laughs) for sure yeah, it was really cool. But yeah, I, I, I appreciate you reaching out to me and, um and you know, hopefully I can help out in any way possible.
1: Oh, yeah. I appreciate you, man, for having me on here.
0: Of course. No problem. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, so
1: appreciate that. And thank you for having me, man. I really uh, do. Thank
0: of you. course. Of course. Anytime. I'll have to do this again. Um, You know, we'll have to do one. We'll have to do like a catch up when oh, everything yeah, gets going. It. And then, like, yeah, you know, we'll have to reconnect.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I would love to do that.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah, hopefully. And then maybe we can talk some, like, more sports and more basketball or football. Are you – so are you oh, – other question is, are you an Arkansas fan for college football or anything? No. Or- uh, no, nah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, no. Nah. I'm, I'm not an a Arkansas Razorback fan. I support them because I got some friends that play on the team. Yeah. But so I'm not, like, <laughs> a big fan, man. I'm, I'm really not.
0: no. Nah. Do you, do you have a favorite NBA team or, uh, you know, or a player that you like a lot in the NBA? Um,
1: I, don't, I wouldn't say I got a favorite NBA team, but players that I definitely like to ride to. Russell Westbrook. I love Westbrook's game. I love his energy. Yeah. He brings it 110% every night that he plays. You know what you're going to get from him.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And that's something that I try to install in my game, bring it every night. Like, yeah. You know, when people leave, I want them to be like, man, that kid can play. He plays hard. Yeah, That's yeah. So, definitely, Russell Westbrook and Damian Lillard. I love watching those, too.
0: Oh, yeah, those are two really good players. A lot of fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, those are good point guards, too, though. Oh, yeah, for yeah.
1: Sure. And think, also, Kimball Walker. So.
0: Kimball Oh, yeah, definitely. I love definitely. Kimball Walker. Yeah, he uh, – yeah. I grew up in Rhode Island. I live in Dallas now, um, but oh, I grew good. up in Rhode Island and was, like, lucky to see him play, and I'm like – Lucky because Yukon is like mm-hmm. like an hour away from where I'm from in Rhode Island, so right. I was lucky to see him play. And she's that tournament run is always going to be legendary. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's awesome. But man, I can't thank you enough for your time and um, wanting to come on the show. And I appreciate you. And um and good luck with everything. And let's hopefully let's do this again sometime.
1: Okay, for sure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Have a good rest of your day. All right, you too. All right, bye bye.